Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast or my YouTube channel, wherever you are listening. Um, Like I said in the last video, we are now recording on camera as well so that we can repurpose content, make my life easier, my team's life easier, um, allow me to work less, all the things. So we are going to continue our conversation of the top 10 things, top 20 things that I learned in 2020. Um, I'm also going to charge my computer. But one of the first things that we're going to touch upon today, today we have 11 through 20 to go through. Last podcast, we went through um, 1 through 10. The 11th thing is a lot can change, even in just one day. Oh my goodness, this is so, so, so important. And it's something that I personally learned back when I was probably... In lifetime athletics. This was before we moved to Colorado, um, which if we move back, now it would be the second time we moved to Colorado. Ah, crazy shit, but it's fine. We just do the things. It's fine. We don't judge ourselves. But um, this is what, back in 2018, 2017, something, I think 2017, something like 2018 to 2017. And I was working for Lifetime as the first time I like had to meet certain goals or was in a place where like I was trying to achieve more. Um, before that, when I had my own clients and stuff like that, I was just like, I just want more clients. I want more clients, but I never got clear on what I wanted. Whereas in lifetime, we were like compared to all the other salespeople in, um, our lifetime as well. And in the personal training and like nutrition department, as well as to the whole like city, the state, and then like all light, all lifetimes across the country. I don't know if they're international, but regardless, um, and it was the first time that I was like, oh shit, I definitely want to continue bringing in $10,000 a month. I want to continue bringing in $10,000 a month. That's putting me somewhere close to the top. And then I wanted more and then I wanted more and then I wanted more. So this is the first time that I learned it. And I remember it being like the last day of the month or the last few days of the month. And I would be like, I have like $5,000 brought in. How am I going to hit $10,000 or $14,000, $20,000, whatever the goal was that I'm trying to hit. And I would just like, okay, let's pull from all of my previous clients. Let's give options for clients to like purchase extra sessions let's give let's see and let's go reach out to every single person that I can and like in the personal training realm that's kind of what you do you kind of chase people um and like you're competing against a bunch of other people who also have access to the same people so if they get access to that person before you do like you kind of screwed yourself on the sale or even like possibly signing a person so now obviously it's different but Um, now it's like, it's different in that way, but it's also the same in which you can change anything within a day. Literally, I've made so much money in one day. The other day we had a $43,000 sale day and I guarantee that's going to happen again. And it's going to be in cash as well. My goal is to get a few paid in fulls for the mastermind. If that happens, beautiful. Um, if not, the money will come in some other way, right? So my goal is to consistently believe. And if I can do that, so can you, 
If I can charge high prices, so can you. It doesn't matter where you are. You provide an amazing transformation and you can charge it, right? So you have to believe and you have to believe that things can just change in one day. We went into quarter, the end of quarter three and I was like nowhere near my goal for the end of the quarter. And I was like, where can I pull from? What, what, what am I feeling inspired for? What can I do? What can I put on sale? All the things. And when you have that product suite that allows you to just pull from that and you have an array of clients across different platforms, you can cross pollinate and upsell and downsell into other programs. Um, things can change, right? So it's like paving the way, doing the inspired action as well, but believing that everything can fucking change because it totally can. Number 12, service and mission always. When things are feeling hard, when you are in a place of like, this isn't going to happen or I've been trying, I've been trying, I've been trying to do the things, I've been putting out the content, it's not doing well, you know, my last sales call didn't go well, ah, how can you realign yourself with your mission and service? What are you out here to serve? What are you out here trying to change in the world? What is your ultimate mission through your business, right? What are people's lives going to look like when they pay you? What are people's lives going to look like when they don't pay you? How are they going to continue struggling in some way, shape, or form, right? And allow yourself to own that. Like, wow, when this person hires me, like moms are actually going to get the help to do X, Y, and Z. When this person hires me for the mastermind, oh my goodness, people are going to feel so much more secure in delegating. People are going to feel so much more secure in growing their product suite. People are going to bring in way more money because they're just going to believe in themselves so much more. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to pitch this now, right? So allow yourself to switch back into that energy of service versus just numbers. Number 13, focus on your desires and be led with inspired and strategic action. This is probably my favorite thing that I have learned. And I've learned not to just to like copy other people, not just to um, do things that my coaches told me to do or recommended to do or do things that other people who are successful do. Um, and just allow myself to be guided by my desires and focus on my desires. For example, I have a friend who's so successful, kind of at the same like place in my in um, business as I am, and she really does everything completely different than I do. She's like all focused on just like closing sales, closing um, leads in the DMs to get them on a coaching call like right away. Um, everything is like hard launching. <laughs> she only uses one platform and is going to start paid traffic to it and all of these things. And that just is not something that I desire to do. And I can sit here and question myself or I can sit here and be like, oh, her business can look like the way she wants to. And I can completely do it differently, right? There's so many different types of ways to run your business. Own what you want. It's going to go so much easier. Okay. And then also take the inspired and strategic action. So it has to be strategic. You have to constantly self-reflect. If something worked, how can you repeat it, right? If something worked, for example, our thriving entrepreneur coaching calls were working so well, we were getting a lot of leads on there. We were helping a lot of clients who were paying us, who weren't paying us all the things. And it was helping to work, spread my mission. And we were signing clients who like came on there pretty quickly. And it was great. But... I stopped liking to promote it or liking promoting it, whatever it is. I stopped wanting to show up on Zoom for everybody. Like it just wasn't something that I was in alignment with anymore. I don't know why. So instead I'm like, I'm not going to ditch it, but I'm going to switch it and I'm going to switch it to go onto my Instagram. And then I'm going to record it on my Instagram. I'm not going to post it. Now we're going to post it on YouTube. I'm going to post pieces of it. 
right? And then I'm going to pitch on, you know, pitch my products on my IG Live and get more leads that way. And it's already worked. We've already grown our lead list from it, and we only just did one of them. I think we grew like two or three more leads, which is epic. So I'm not going to get rid of something that worked just because, like, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> but I'm going to see how I can switch it so that it feels a little bit better, right? Um, and that's where the inspired stuff comes in. If you were to share this message that you have, if you were to share um, yourself, share your life, how can you, how can you do it? Right? What, what feels good for you? You can do master classes, you could do webinars, you could do weekly calls, you could do weekly IG lives, you can do all of it. You could do YouTube videos, you could do podcasts, you could do anything that you want. But it has to feel good. You have to feel inspired. Like I came on uh, my podcast earlier today because I feel inspired. I'm going to go to the gym in a little bit. And then today I just have a coaching call to plan out 2021. We're kind of doing it a little bit late, even though I kind of have a, an idea. I've been doing the work on my own to figure out what I want. But we're going to put it down on paper. Um, and then, yeah, I felt inspired to come on. I didn't force myself to come on, but I had it on my to-do list today, right? Um, I typically don't like ever not feel inspired to record a video or record a podcast or something of that nature. It's always like really easy for me. So I don't really change the dates of when I do it, but leave some creative days open for you. Leave some lead generation days open so that like if you don't want to get back to DMs on Tuesday, get, you also have Thursday as an option, right? If you don't want to record the podcast on Tuesday, record it on Thursday instead, right? So leave yourself the flexibility in your schedule so you can stay inspired, but still do the things that work, <laughs> right? Super, super, super important. And when things are working, we get scared. We're like, ah, that can't work that easy or ah, if no one's going to keep, if that, if that lead already converted, then I have no more leads. No one's going to keep paying us, right? And we have all these bullshit things that come up that just like are not fucking true, right? So this is where the mindset stuff comes in to like rewrite those and feel it and rewrite, feel it and rewrite, feel it and rewrite. Number 14, routines, 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 routines. That's all I have written. It's not even a sentence, but we're going to go with it. Um, they have saved my life, honestly. My morning routine was something that I ap- actively implemented in 2019 and 20, uh, yeah, in 2018, in 2019. And then in 2020, I found like afternoon routines and evening routines. And I can't tell you how much this has saved my energy, how much it has made me feel better, how much this has allowed me to like feel really secure internally, feel this like my spiritual coach and I like kind of described as like a pillar like a pillar like like quality to me internally where it's just very secure it's very strong it's very tall it's very powerful and having these routines I mean some of you guys have heard me talk about them before but definitely my morning routine is very sacred to me afternoon routines have been so helpful getting more in nature disconnecting from work for a little bit um yeah, sometimes I just lie on the floor. Sometimes I dance. I haven't been doing that as much, so I definitely want to get back to that. Um, sometimes I read. Sometimes I just like step away from work and go for a walk. And then evening routines. I walk usually with Joe, um, and then I get into bed by like eight, and I just read. I relax. I Facetime my family if that's something I'm feeling called to do. Um, yeah, I don't watch TV in the evening a lot. But routines have really given me my space that I need <laughs> to show up better for you guys. So when it comes down to it, figure out routines that really, really, really are helpful for you and get you to a place where you feel really secure and powerful. 
Right? No one can give that to you but you. So you have to develop those routines. Also, in the mastermind, you guys have heard me talk about this on the previous episode. Um, in the mastermind, um, we're going to be doing a lot of visualizations and a lot of um, tapping into feelings of what we want and a lot of manifestation and a lot of self-belief and power and stuff like that. So if you are looking for like, I don't know how to tap into that, but I want to, that's something that we are going to be doing actively on the calls. I'm going to be giving you guys homework to do outside of it. I'm going to be recording videos um, based off of what you guys need. And it's just going to be epic. And it's something that has changed my life. Stepping into this like person who has seven people beneath her. Stepping into this person who drives a really expensive car. Stepping into this person who is a CEO of a half a million dollar business, which we will get there in a little bit. Um you know, like it just helps me embody someone different because if not, I'm like Johnny sitting here with her hair not washed, trying to record a video with like no decorations in the background in a fuzzy robe. And like, you know, I didn't brush my teeth yet and all the things like I just tap into that type of a person versus like, wow, I'm that person who also has all of these things and I'm capable of everything. Right. And so being able to acknowledge that you are enough the way you are comes from an internal sense of power and that pillar like um, feeling. It might not be a pillar to you, it might be something else, but that's kind of what it feels like to me. Um, so have routines, guys. So, so, so important. They will give you back so much time and energy in your business. Number 15, ugh, have the hard conversations. Not my most favorite thing in the world to do, but I've had to have a lot of hard conversations and get real with myself, get real with friends, get real with clients, get real with um, coaches, get real with any all family members even joe and just like it first has to come with self-honesty what do you want what are you feeling um what's yours and what's somebody else's and then how can you communicate to people your boundaries how can you communicate to people what you're feeling in a non-accusative way because your feelings are your job and your role but in a way of creating a boundary so that you don't feel used so that you don't feel um, so that you don't allow people to treat you in the way that they have been that might not be serving you, right? And how can you get honest and not feel bad for saying something? Um, for example, I stopped working with one of my coaches this year and I felt awful and I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, this is awful. There's something wrong with me. I should be getting more out of the coaching. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But in reality, like it just wasn't serving me at that point. And I had to have a hard conversation with her and let her know like, hey, this is not something that I want to continue right now, right? And it's kind of something I'm going to be doing with my current coach just because I'm on a month-to-month basis. And so um, I'm going to not do anything for January just because I have everything I kind of need once I have my plan right now. And, like, it's a hard conversation just because we make it mean so much about ourselves and, like, oh, but if I if I stop doing this, then this person won't like me, right? And so um, we have to get really real with ourselves and have the hard conversations. And people who love you and respect you will respect your boundaries and will respect whatever it is that you want and you your desire to be happy. That That's everybody's goal for each other, right? And love each other and not judge, right? So we want to be surrounded by people like that. And you will know who those people are when you set those boundaries and you have those hard conversations. They suck and we put them off for a long time. I put a lot of them off. <laughs> but once you have them, it makes us feel so much better. Number 16, we have five, five more. Um, never put anything above your health. I didn't expect myself to write this one down, and I don't know why. When I did write it, I was like, hmm, is that true? And I was like, well, I wrote it, so yes, it is going to be true. We're going to talk about it. And so I can't tell you how often I have put things above my health. Um, 
and not in an obsessive way like you have to put every you have to put your health above everything if you were meant to go to the gym today and instead you wanted to rest with your husband like fuck your husband go to the gym like I'm not saying that but making sure you take care of your health is really 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 important and develop your values around it and allow yourself to really thrive in your health it's going to help you in so many areas it's going to help you disconnect it's going to help you have a good sex life um if that's something that like is a struggle or a trigger for you it's going to help you feel better in your body feel more powerful um it's going to help you obviously live a longer and healthier medication-free life right and figure out what your values are around health because when you take care of your health everything else just seems to go easier and better and happier right because when you take care of your health you're you're happy from an internal place right so that's the goal um when i was first 2019 when i was uh doing my business i gained a lot of weight and then i gained more weight in 2020 um mainly because of covid and i lost like a ton of muscle mass and like we were just sitting a lot more you know and so that's not something i'm going to feel guilty or bad for but like the active eating in the evening um and like eating food when i was stoned and all the things um when i wasn't actually hungry is something that i needed to look at and get really real with myself and like now I don't get, now I don't smoke at all. Um, maybe like once in a while, but it just isn't something that makes me feel good because then I'm not taking care of my health. I feel lazier. I don't feel on point the next day. I eat a lot of shit in the evening. It's just a thing. (laughs) I admire you if you can smoke and not eat a lot of shit. Um, but that was something that's really important to me. So there's like a bug in my face, one of those little gnats. But anyway, um, it's something that's really important to me. And when I take care of my health, everything just goes easier and better. And I recommend to do the same thing for you. And that can even just be walking. (laughs) That can be going to a yoga class. That can be, you know, getting outside and that makes you feel healthier. So go and do that, right? Take care of your your health in a way that feels really good for you. Okay. Um, And in a balanced way as well. Um, Oh, that brings me to number 17. I forgot about this one. Be sober more. (laughs) Speaking of which... um, As much as I love going out for a drink um, with friends and Joe and stuff like that, um, when it's more than just a few glasses of wine or like two drinks, two or three drinks, like it feels, I don't feel myself. And even though it might be fun in the moment, it's never fun the next day. And I'm not talking about like being hungover. I'm just saying like emotionally. And so I've put a boundary on myself to really not drink more than like one or two drinks at a time um and not to smoke often if I want to it'll be like once in a while but I haven't really been wanting to at all um and being sober more like allows you to sit with your feelings more it allows you to understand yourself more it allows you to be more present with yourself and not numb shit out um even like the other day we drank some wine and I was just like literally doing it because I had nothing to do at home and like I wasn't working like that's not healthy (laughs) it's normal but it's not healthy right and so looking back on it I'm like okay I self-reflected I learned based off of it I was like hey you literally were just doing that because you didn't know what to do with yourself and your time next time this is what you would want to do or next time plan for this right maybe I could have played a game with Joe maybe we could have played a sex game I don't know like just had fun together you know, instead of like sitting on the couch and watching YouTube or watching, um, I mean, I like watching movies sometimes, but like, you know what I'm saying. So figure out things that make you more you and not bypass the feelings and not be sober. Just be aware of it. You can choose to do whatever you want. Just be aware of your behaviors. Number 18, make quick decisions. 
I'll probably get some backlash for this, but hire quickly, make decisions in your business based off of your gut. Like, you know what's there. If you want to join the mastermind, if you want to join somebody else's program, like do the thing, because when you do the thing, you're going to get more of what you want because it's what your heart and your gut are telling you to do. (coughs) Excuse me. So same way that I want you to like hire quickly and stuff like that. Also make decisions that are like based off of does this make sense for me, right? Does this make sense in a way that it's going to get me to where I want to be? And also like when it comes to hiring and stuff like that, we've made a lot of quick decisions to hire people. And I've also made quick decisions to fire people and get rid of people. Not because they were bad or not because of anything. It's just they just were not the right fit. Maybe some people I didn't like their work and stuff like that, but I made that decision really quickly. I understand my tolerance and my boundaries for what, how I want people to treat my business and how I want people to treat me. And if within the first week or two, you are not adhering to that or like there's just too much that like doesn't feel good, then I'm going to fire you. <laughs> it's just the way it is. I'm not going to rehire you if I hired you for, you know, one specific thing. So Make decisions quickly, but also like make sure you consider all factors, right? Um, and then, oh, so the reason why I wanted to talk about that, let's dive into that a little bit more. We got two more after this. Um, the reason why I wanted to dive into that a little bit more is because we can spend forever contemplating, forever contemplating, and then never making a decision. And then once we do, we end up making the decision we should have made anyway. And so there's no wrong decision. There's just learning experiences. And the quicker you learn, the quicker you grow. But you won't grow if you keep contemplating everything and wondering if things were the right decision or not. And then you don't make the decision or you make the decision not to do something. And then, you know, you didn't learn anything. So you want to grow your business, which means you have to make decisions, which means you have to make them quickly. Not like in like two seconds, but, you know, whatever quick means to you. And just go with the thing that you actually wanted to do. You will get there 100 billion times quicker. And there's no investment that is a bad investment. Even though I have made investments that I wouldn't go and make again, I learned something from every single thing that I made an investment for, whether it was a team member, a coach, a certain program that I joined, or even do-it-yourself courses. Like I wouldn't say that they were bad investments. I'm not mad at myself or anybody else or saying that that coach is bad or the program sucked or whatever. It's just I get to take different things from each person. I get to take different things from each uh, from each course. I get to take different things from each like experience, right? Just like me moving back and forth across the country three times. Now it's going to be like a fourth time um, <laughs> if we choose to do it. Um, I don't regret any of those decisions. I regretted not making them quicker <laughs> as to what I wanted because like you know when something doesn't feel good, right? Like being in Colorado felt good for me. Being in New York did not feel good. And I knew that from day one, right? So when I went back and I was like within three days, I'm like, I fucking want to go again. I probably should have just gone. Obviously I stayed there for a little bit and I learned whatever lessons I had to, and I'm still learning those same lessons. Um, cause I didn't learn them fully and change my decisions or actions or beliefs, but I don't regret making any of the decisions. I just regret not making them sooner. Just like I don't regret joining my first business coaching program and putting myself in debt. I just regret not doing it sooner. I don't regret leaving the container that I was in before. I just regret not doing it sooner because I knew that that was the right thing to do. So yeah, make your decisions quickly. Make them aligned, make them strategic, do all of the things. Um, Two more, don't listen to others unless they enhance your manifestation. So 
a super big disclaimer is like it's not like not listening to others who have insight into things you can consider them but don't take on their beliefs i probably should have changed that don't take on people's beliefs that aren't in alignment with what you want and where you want to go because people are always going to have something to say people are always going to disagree with you and you're the only person who can decide what you want how you want to live and all the things you cannot have other people decide it right i give you guys the example of my father-in-law all the time amazing human just runs his business way differently than i ever would want to right does he have some insight that i should probably learn from yes and like i'll take everything into consideration but i have to learn the lesson on my own i can't expect him to teach me the lesson right we we can't learn from other people we have to learn from ourselves and you might observe it in other people but you still have to learn the lesson for yourself right so making sure that you filter what you let into your belief system and stay true to what you know to be true is going that is going to get you to where you want to be don't let anybody tell you that you're crazy don't let anybody don't believe anybody if they tell you they're crazy let's put it that way not like don't listen to people but like don't believe anybody who tells you that you're crazy don't believe anybody who tells you you shouldn't do your business that way don't believe anybody who tells you anything that is not in alignment with what feels good for you, whether it's a certain business tactic um, and not like feels good, like, oh, it's hard and I'm learning it. So I'm kind of sucky at it. So I don't like sucking at it. That's a different feel good or feel bad. The feel bad that I'm talking about is like, this isn't right. There's something wrong here. And look at your shit. Look at yourself. What am I doing? How can I take more responsibility for this? It's never anybody else's fault. It's always our fault. Right, so how can I take more responsibility for my uh, results? As we talked about in the podcast with Megan, taking radical responsibility for yourself is key. And so your your decisions, your energy, your uh, the way you acted, the way you believed things, like it's all yours, it's nobody else's. Right, so how can you take more radical responsibility for yourself and then not let others bring you down, not let others... Um, tell you that you shouldn't be doing something a certain way my entire family is my entire family like doesn't even know what I do (laughs) they don't have them don't even care to know (laughs) and if I trusted them over when I knew to be true like this is all about trust so it's not about tuning people out but it's about trusting yourself to know more about yourself and your life and your desires than other people so listen to that be clear with that and allow that to guide you so that whatever anybody else says, it just goes in one ear and, oh, thank you so much for your opinion, and then out the other. Right? You can take it into consideration, but is that something that you know to be true? Only you can develop your own truths, which means that you have to be really secure in them. So what are your truths? What are your values? How, how do you want to live your life? Because you can have anything that you want in business. Whether your family thinks your prices are crazy or not. Whether your family questions you because you failed 72 times before this. Whether your family or anybody else around you says, no, do it this way. Right? I have a client that was like, hey, I had to mute this business coach that you're really good friends with because of X, Y, and Z. Because the things that he teach is just teaches is just so far away from where I want to be and from how I want to run my business. That even if it would work. I don't want to listen to it because it has me question my truths and then I have to do more work around it. So the work needs to be done around our truths, what we know to be true, what we know we want our life to be. And we have to surround ourselves with people, influencers, business coaches, friends, family, etc., who are in alignment with that. And I personally don't share things with my family um, if they're not in line with that. Like I don't share things with Joe's dad based off of the way that I run my business. I'm like, oh, I manifest for three hours a day and it makes me more money. He'd be like, you're fucking batshit crazy, lady. 
<laughs> and it's it's not that he's wrong and I'm right. It's that he can work his business the way he wants to, and I can work my business the way I want to, and both of them can work. So what you believe, going back to the, I think like number four or something like that, you get to determine what and how your business is successful and what it looks like. You get to determine that. Nobody else can. So you have to get clear on what you want. And this is something we're going to be doing in the mastermind. So if you want to be way more secure in yourself, way more secure in the way in which you act, the way in which you make decisions, the way in which you run your business, and you want it to seriously manifest in the way that you really desire your life to be, because you can have the most wonderful fucking life, the easiest life, while still like doing things, but easy in terms of like you're not making it mean anything about yourself. You're not feeling um, low when things don't work out. You are still going. You're attached to your mission. You're staying in that inspired place. To me, that's what easy feels like right now. Um, when your team is supporting you and they like want like way more success than you actually do for yourself like they're just so excited for it like that shit's easy right I still have to work I still have to be here like I've been podcasting for two hours at this point or an hour and a half something like that and recording a video and my garage band randomly kept keep stopping so I hope that like I actually edited all the like fuck what is going on out of the podcast my camera stopped with its battery and so zoom is in the background I hope that my team actually catches all the parts where I'm like what the fuck is going on so that you're not just watching a random youtube thing and then you're like what the hell why is she cursing in a way that doesn't make sense what is she getting angry at so like of course (laughs) there's hard things and like yesterday was a long day for me energetically it was a long day so there's hard things but it's way easier when we have all the other things that support us as being a good human and a happy human in place right so you can take into account what other people say but you get to determine how easy how um aligned how inspired you want to be how everything that you want to be, where you want to live, how you want to live, who you want around you, you get to tap into that. So tap into the feelings of what you want. What type of community do you want around you? What type of family do you, how do you, how do you want your family to react to you? How do you want um, your business to feel? How do you want your content to go? What is your intention? Excuse me. Um, so yeah, you get to decide that. Be so secure in that. And that's something we're going to be doing in the mastermind because this is something that's necessary to get us to the next level. This is something that's necessary to step into that six-figure, multiple six-figure, half a million dollar CEO. It's something that is so, so, so necessary and has to start with an internal place. And then number 20 is, I said this before, but it's probably one of my favorite ones as well. Who you are authentically will always, always, always win. Sometimes we don't see it. Sometimes we feel a little bit off. Sometimes we are repeating the same behavior and we're like, what is going on? Um, And sometimes it's hard to like figure out, you know, sometimes we're just not in a place to figure everything out and we're just here for the ride a lot of times. But who you are authentically, all the things that you do in life, all the things that really make you you, the shadow side of you, the... um, you know, happy sides of you, the aligned sides of you, like all parts of you will always win. It will always shine through and you're always on the right path, right? A lot of times we can't see it. A lot of times we're like, oh, and we feel like we're, I've used this reference before, but like a lot of times we feel like we're going through like mud, sticky mud with fucking like chicken feathers all in the mud and we're just like coming out. I don't know where this this thought came from. We're just coming out of the mud and we're just like kind of moving through and like trudging through and like just that added layer of chicken feathers is like, uh, this is so awful. Right? Sometimes life can feel that way. 
But at the core, who you are is always going to shine through and is always going to be guiding you, even if you can't see it. And so we, we get to trust. We get to trust. We get to do the work. We get to learn. We get to follow our desires. And we get to integrate all the things that really make us us. For example, this year in 2020, I was like totally not a weightlifter anymore. Even at the beginning of 2020, before covid finished i was just like i'm not a weightlifter i can't even fucking lift a weight like doing a lunge even was just the hardest thing for my body for no reason and my body was just craving like not moving in that way and i was like fuck who am i if i'm not a weightlifter who the fuck am i and then i started to play the piano and then i started to do more yoga and started to go out in nature where i'm like i'm this person and then weightlifting came back and i'm like i'm weightlifter too i'm a weightlifter too And then I also really like expensive things and I also have a really expensive car and the apartment we're looking at if we move to Colorado is like my dream fucking apartment. And it's just like, but I'm that person too. Can I be both? And it's like, it's not up to us to figure that out. It's up to us to to trust our gut. It's up to us to do the work. It's up to us to follow our desires, right? It doesn't make sense all the time. Our life doesn't make sense a lot of the time, but eventually it will because it's not up to us to figure everything out. It's up to us to continue living and going and enjoying the ride here and learning and yeah, just really following our passion, following our desires and allowing all parts of us to be there and accepting all parts of us and allowing that to shine through our content, allowing that to shine when we coach, allowing that to shine when we do a podcast or a video and just accepting that because once you accept those parts of you, once you um continue to accept everything and live by what makes you really you without judgment then life just gets so much easier everything gets so much easier and you get where you're going regardless of um if it felt easy or if you figured it out along the way you still get there right so why try and put this pressure on us to figure everything out why not just continue to um act continue to stay inspired continue to believe continue to trust that feels way better of an energy than like i have to figure everything out right now (laughs) and then we make decisions and we're like that wasn't the thing let's switch it going back to number 18 making quick decisions if that wasn't the thing switch it that wasn't the thing switch it we get to we get to make all of these changes and we get so caught up in having to have it figured out that we don't trust anything that we don't believe in anything, that we don't, um, that we just stay like in this neurotic, like crazy space. And it doesn't have to be like that. Business can be way easier. Life can be way easier when you just trust and you allow things to come through you and allow thoughts to be there and allow shitty things to be there and not judge it, but deal with it. Like deal with the shit, process the shit and your life, you will thrive in your life. You will thrive in your business. You will thrive in your health. Again, it doesn't make sense a lot of times when we're in it, but it's not up to us to decide what makes sense and what doesn't. It was placed there for a reason. Let's just learn from it. Let's incorporate it. Let's do the work around it, right? And this is where inner work comes in 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 entrepreneurship. And when you can be so secure and trust and just be in that energy, things do feel easier. You attract more. You You stay in the energy of receiving and it makes launches go easier. It makes just hiring go easier because you're receiving help. You are loving yourself. You are trusting yourself that you are meant to be here, that all of your desires are placed within you for that reason because they are meant for you. You don't have this vision of having this big impact because they're not meant for you. You still have to do the, the action. You still have to take the strategy, right? Strategic action, it has to make sense. But you're the only person who can say it makes sense. 
right? You can look at all the different things you want to do, look at all the different workouts you want to try, look at all of the different, um, you know, people you could possibly be friends with and states you want to live in and all the things, but like only you can make that decision. And if that wasn't the right decision, you move again, you were there for a reason. I can't tell you every time I moved to a different state, <laughs> I've just learned so much more about myself, so much more about my business, so much more about life. And every time I moved, I met somebody transformational, which is so true. When I moved to um, Colorado, that was the first place we moved from New York. I lived in New York my whole life. We moved to Colorado 2017 or 2018, something like that. And then we moved and I met Ashley. Ashley's my first VA. And like, we just vibed so well together. She was my assistant manager, essentially, when I was managing somewhere in Colorado. And then I moved back. I moved, I tried a meal prep there. Um, it worked, we were succeeding, but I ran myself into the ground, <laughs> which is a pattern of mine. And then I met her and then I came back to New York within seven, seven months, I believe. Um, and then I met my roommate, Kat, my old roommate, Kat. And Kat's helped me a lot through things that I struggle with and is just such a good friend of mine. And then from there, when I moved to Austin, I met a whole nother group of people. And... <sighs> It just teaches you a lot of things. Joe had different jobs along the way that taught us stuff about him and our relationship and ourselves, right? And it taught us things that we wanted. It taught us things that we didn't want. It taught us um, to look at some shit, <laughs> how to make new relationships, like all the things. And if we move back to Colorado, it will be teaching us something else, right? So I'm not sitting here questioning, is this the right move? It's just like, hey, I have a calling to do this. Why? What am I avoiding? Because you're always avoiding something um, if you're making like rapid decisions. And sometimes what you're avoiding is good. Sometimes what you're avoiding is necessary, right? It might be too much work. <laughs> it might be like cold weather. <laughs> it might be hot weather. It might, you know, like it might be just something that's really important. It might be taxes if you want to move to taxes. There's no state income tax. You know, like you might be avoiding something and there might also be something deeper. It might be more superficial. It just depends you have to assess and look at it and have that self-reflection be a part of your journey and then trust that you're always guided because you always are you always are I'm feeling guided to go back to Colorado for a specific reason and I don't know why like I know like on a superficial sense the mountains and this and that and that and I know what I'm avoiding here and um I'm figuring out what what do I actually want how can I look at this how can I grow from this instead of just avoiding how can I grow and still act on what I want and get clear on what it is that I truly want, right, and allow that to be there, allow that to guide you, so with that being said, that is my 20 things that I have learned in 2020, and super corny, I'm sure a lot of other people are going to be doing this, I don't listen to many podcasts, as you guys know, but let me know what, what you took away from this podcast or YouTube video, wherever you guys are watching it, um, make sure to screenshot this episode, screenshot this YouTube channel, subscribe, do all the things, um, and yeah, I'm excited for you guys to internalize some of the things that I said. Let me know if you have any questions. I love you guys and I will see you in the next episode.